kind of a show are you guys putting on here today? The Picture Show on News Talk. Felicity, can you tell listeners a little bit about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who is, of course, the subject of uh, On the Basis of Sex? Yes, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, is a, um, a U.S. icon. She's someone who changed the face of, uh, of gender politics in the U.S. Uh, it's quite a formidable woman, um, has become, uh, her nickname is the Notorious RBG, uh, hmm. because she is very unafraid to, to put her opinion forward. Um, and she is, a, yeah, it's quite, quite a remarkable woman to, to have played. Now, what, is it true that her nephew was it went to her with the idea of a movie first? It is. Uh, her nephew, Daniel Stiepelman, um, wanted to write a screenplay about her life. And uh, he was quite nervous initially of asking his aunt. Um, and, and he went to her with the idea and he said, I'd love to write a, a, a screenplay about your life. And she responded, well, if that's how you want to spend your time doing, then go ahead. <laughs> Uh, so it was uh, it was very true to her very dry sense of humour her response, but um, but she was very much involved. She has seen many many drafts of the script and and gave notes and and over and was part of the casting and uh, approved the casting. So we knew in the very beginning we had her blessing. Yeah, and what what, what kind of research do you do on on a, on a movie like this? I imagine it's enormous, is it? It, it, well, with playing a real person, it does feel as though it comes with a with an extra responsibility, and obviously, part of that responsibility is is meeting the person and and, and getting to know them. Mm. Uh, so we went out to Washington uh, with Army Hammer, who plays my husband in the film, and Mimi Leader, the director, and our producers, and we were uh, all nervously and anxiously waiting to meet her. Uh, but she was in, in incredibly uh, gracious. She is um, has a great sense of fun, um, very idiosyncratic. She uh, initially, when we first went in to meet her, she couldn't take her eyes off Army Hammer, who is who is my, my co-star. Um, so I saw in that moment I could see that she was not only human but also hmm. just how much affection she had for for her her husband Marty Ginsburg. And and a lot of the film is about what they achieved together. It's about how men and women come together to. To make um, to make gender relations much much better. Yeah, that relationship works really incredibly well. The, the way they the way you guys bounce off each other in the film. Yeah, it was a very easy dynamic from mm. the beginning. And, and Mimi Leader, who directed the film, created a very comfortable, uh, unegotistical atmosphere, so that we 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 felt that we could do the best do the best work possible. But I. There's a great the family um, Ginsburg have a have a great sense of humour and and we wanted to capture that. Um, don't mind me asking you, but what is is that story um, about um, Natalie Portman being attached to it for a few years? Is is that true? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Um, Natalie was very much involved in its genesis, and um, uh, and then I obviously came on later. Uh, and we uh, we chatted about it, and um, it was just fantastic to to have such a great story to, to play. Mm. Um, and obviously, with with Mimi Leader at the helm, it felt very much like a no brainer. Yeah. Um, and what what about the the the, the thing that that people of of always kind of home in on when when a movie like this has been discussed? The accents. It's a Brooklyn accent, I think. 
Well, interestingly, listening to early recordings of her uh, when she was in court, she has a very, almost as a movie star quality to her voice. It's, it's quite transatlantic. It, it, it's very much of its time. It's quite a, you might call it a standardized accent. But then occasionally you hear when she gets particularly frustrated by some nonsensical remarks that she's having to deal with, then her, um, her Brooklyn accent comes through in, in much, much more strongly. But but a lot of the preparation of the character was understanding that voice. And and I think part of the reason she's been able to be po- so persuasive is because of um, she has actually a great deafness with the use of language. She was an incredible writer. Um, she was a journalist on her school paper. And, and I think she has a deep understanding of how words and language can be very powerful and, and can affect change. Yeah. Now, is it true that she finished first in uh, her class at Harvard Law School? Uh, she uh, that that's true. She did. Yes, um, she was on the Harvard Law Review, which is obviously incredibly prestigious. Um, but she had many trials and tri- tribulations throughout both her education and um, and her working life. There were many many doors slammed in her face, and from the very beginning, she was discriminated against on on many fronts not only for being female, but also because of her faith and, and, and being where she was from. So that sense of injustice was instilled in her at quite a young age. She wasn't able to get a job despite her immense qualifications. Uh, and I think that injustice is what prompted her to, to fight against the injustice for others. Yeah. Now, I read a quote somewhere where you said that she had changed you. What do you mean, changed in, in what way? Uh, I, I think it was, um, I think she's someone that, people take great hope from. I think when when you see the film, people feel um, emboldened afterwards. And there's something in someone having hope that the individual can affect change, that change is possible and that we have to embrace it. Um, I think in her, the way she conducts herself, her tenacity, her, how principled she is, I feel we don't have many leaders um, like her, someone who is stuck by her beliefs. And so for all those reasons, I, I feel she, she definitely has had an enormous impact on me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was just doing a bit of research before going on, and um, you, you seem to you, you seem to be very, very versatile, if you don't mind my putting it that way. Um, you, 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 I think you were a child actress, were you? Uh, you you've done radio. Um, yes, I started off uh, as I was growing up. I was you know, I wasn't sort of a Judy Garland <laughs> character, but I would definitely was um, in television programs in in uh, Britain, and then started at about eleven eleven years old, and then I was in the Archers for many years. So I've been in the industry a very long time. Yeah. Well, it's a great, great pleasure to talk to you, and um, uh, good luck with the movie. I, I've seen it twice, actually. I took my wife to it. The oh, other fantastic. And oh, I, thank you. So it, it's 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 incredibly well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm glad bye. you enjoyed it. Mimi, On the Basis of Sex is the story of the pioneering uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who specialised in the advancement of women's rights and uh, gender politics, I suppose, on the court. It's at least uh, one of two films uh, about her that I think are out at the moment. The other is a documentary. What's the reason for the interest now? I think the interest now that is so strong is because there's so much 
that has changed in the culture, and there's such a long way to go as well. And, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is not a superhero, Hmm. even though we like to joke that she is. You know, Hmm. she's a woman, Hmm. and she's a woman who, you know, like countless generations before her, um, women before and since withstood, you know, subtle slights and overt discrimination of a culture around her. And she's a woman who changed that culture. And it's about Ruth Bader Ginsburg becoming Ruth Bader Ginsburg, finding her voice. And, um, you know, with her intelligence and her eloquence and the support of a good man, her husband, Marty, Mm. uh, she made the country more equal and more free for women and men alike. And so this film shows that discrimination on the basis of sex isn't just a women's a woman's issue. Mm. It's an injustice that affects us all. So mm. I think all people can, you know, find and understand and relate to this film. Now, did, did you get to, did you get a chance to speak to her at all in in the preparation of your of the movie? Yes, I absolutely got a chance to meet with her several times and have several dinners, and brought. Army Hammer and Felicity Jones to meet her as well and, you know, to dive into who she was as this young woman in the 50s, you know, what that relationship was with her husband because this movie is also very much a love story and uh, a film about how love prevails. Um, And, you know, she had this equal partnership in the 50s, Mm. which was kind of unheard of. Um you know, for the most part, and their relationship definitely was and is for me a metaphor for this film, this equal partnership. And uh, is it too grand, um, Mimi, to suggest that there's a Tracy and Hepburn quality about the the, the, the relationship? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a that's an interesting comparison. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. Hmm. I read somewhere that she did she break a hip or something in the last couple of weeks. She broke a few ribs. Yeah, ribs. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and she went back to work, and she has other ribs. <laughs> <laughs> but she's, she's so strong. Yeah, but she's famous for that, isn't she? For not giving up, for going to work, and continuously going to work. Yeah, she is famous for that. She she doesn't let things like broken ribs get in her way. She has too much work to do. Uh, you know, she she went into law. She didn't go into law to become a champion for equal rights. She went into law because she thought she could do that job better than anybody else, and she was right. And so it's our good fortune that she keeps standing up in, 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 in the light of things that get in her way. And she did become a champion. And, you know, the story of this film is how that happened. Yeah. And um, she's truly an inspiration to us all. Now, you, you've referred to it already, but you managed to get a particularly strong cast for, for this movie. There's a, there's a, a, three, a three or four great sort of um, uh, supporting characters, but the central one, um, uh, Felicity Jones and Army Hammer, is, is absolutely wonderful. Are these the two, ca- the two stars that you wanted uh, from the beginning? Absolutely. Um, 
Felicity Jones, I kept looking at pictures of the young RBG, and I kept looking at pictures of Felicity. RBG was absolutely striking and beautiful, and so is Felicity. But it wasn't just the beauty and the looks that, you know, brought me to Felicity. It was, you know, Felicity, you know, goes really deep into a character. She embodies these characters she, she plays. Her research is, is very, very strong. She listened to hundreds of hours of tapes of, of RBG. There are no recordings, though, of her early, early days. Hmm. But, you know, both Felicity and Army worked really hard to, to find these characters. And, you know, I brought them, as I said, both to meet her and to understand that, that love and that relationship. Mm. Mimi, the, the, the first TV credits of yours that I can remember are at a Law. I don't know, is, is, is that right? That's right. That's the first uh, job that I ever had. Yeah. And what, what were you, core director and supervising producer or something like that? Not on L.A. Law. On um, ER, I was an executive producer. And, well, before that, I did China Beach, where I became a producer and, you know, was the producing director and prep directors and directed as many as I could. And ER was definitely a exciting time in my mm. TV career. How many episodes of ER did you do? That's really, I do not know. I was there just under two seasons before I directed the first DreamWorks film, The Peacemaker, I would say I directed, you know, I I actually don't know, I would say 10 or 13 Mm. episodes I directed in the first two seasons. It was quite a, quite an incredible time on on ER, you know, creating that world. And of course, then you, you, when you went to make The Peacemaker, you took your ER star with you. You better believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It was, you know, George Clooney, as we know, is an extremely multi-talented artist. Mm. And it was really fun making this action film with him. Um, he's a really good talent, a great friend. And after two features, you 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 tried a, a film called Pay It Forward, which I I I, I think it was was unfairly treated. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very proud of the film. Thank yeah, you for saying so. Yeah. You you said you, you said you were in uh, at the director's jail. Was I was for, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? That means that when a woman makes a film that doesn't perform in the box office. You go to movie jail, and you can't make one again. And or they don't give you. The industry doesn't let you in, and it happens to men too. But it happens far more. Uh, a man can make a make two films uh, for two hundred fifty million, and get three more films. A woman makes a movie for two hundred fifty million, and it fails. You're gone. And um, so that happened, but. I continued working in television and storytelling, and um, television now is a really great place to be. 
um, and and then as well. And so I never stopped working. I just stopped making films yeah. because I was being sent, you know, scripts that weren't for me, stories I didn't want to tell. Um, but it was very fertile ground in in television. So, but when I when the script was sent to me, I knew I had to make it. Yeah. Well, um, it's been a great pleasure to talk to you, Mimi, and uh, I hope On the Basis of Sex gets the sort of credit and support that it deserves. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. (laughs) 